be the name of the Lord. We have made it through another day's journey. The Lord has kept you. The Lord has kept me. And we are here this evening uh, because of the grace and because of the mercy of our almighty God. Anybody glad to be in the house of prayer one more time? We can celebrate and we made it. Amen. Amen. And it's another day's journey and we are indeed glad about it. Glad that you're here. Glad that you are uh, present and accounted for. And we are going to share uh, in the study and the reading of God's holy word. I pray that uh, you're already sharing this with your neighbor and sharing it with your friend. Go ahead, and if you haven't done so already, push that like button, button, push that thumbs up button, push that heart button. Uh, let uh, Facebook and YouTube and everybody else know that you are watching K-Chapel uh, with our Bible study, our Wednesday night Bible study. Glad about it. Amen. Glad that you all are here. Go ahead and share that. Share that with your neighbor and your friends so they can get in on this good word on tonight. Amen. Amen. While you're sharing that, why don't we go ahead and see who we got in the room tonight? Who do we have with us? Ruth Dale is with us tonight. God bless you. Good to see you, Sister Dale Faith Foster. God bless you. Good to see you, Sister Foster. Dorothy Jones is with us. Bless you, Sister Jones. Good to see you tonight. Betty Palmer is with us. God bless you, Sister Palmer. Good to have you with us. Shelba Moore is with us as well. Good to see each of you tonight. Marilyn Langford is with us on tonight. God bless you, Sister Langford. Amen. Michelle Catchins is with us on the... Amen. Good to see you, Sister Catchins. Vicki Nunn is with us on tonight as well. God bless you. Barbara Hurd, God bless you. Good to see you, Sister Hurd. Amen. God is good and greatly to be praised. Sister Wilson, Virginia Wilson from the 833. God bless you. Nancy Roselle is with us on tonight. God bless you. Aggie Duvall, God bless you. Good to see you all on tonight. We thank God for all of you. Thank God for you sharing again and, and always being with us. Uh, it's a it's a blessing. Amen. It is just a blessing to be here. And I don't count it. Um, I don't I don't take it for granted uh, that God's grace and God's mercy has kept us here. Listen, it's been a good day. Uh, we were in uh, Rolling Fork earlier this this uh, morning and early this afternoon. 
want you to continue to keep uh, Rolling Fork and, and Silver City and Gwilla and uh, Black Hawk and those communities in your prayers as they continue to recover. Our convention uh, continues to minister to uh, those who are in need there. So continue to lift us up. Uh, there's, there's a lot going on. We're rebuilding houses. Uh, we're continuing to serve the people through distribution of supplies and and this afternoon, we were uh, also uh, feeding uh, as we continue to uh, uh, do our operation feeding Rolling Fork. So continue to keep us in your prayers as we serve the people uh, through the grace and the mercies of our almighty God. Amen. Juanita Norwood, good to see you. Pauline Henderson, good to see you. Amen. Amen. Otis Roach is in the house. Listen, I'm always reminded, I'm always reminded that along with those who are watching on Facebook, we've got those who are watching on YouTube. And so uh, those who may not be able to let us know that they're watching on YouTube, we do see you, we do know you're here, and we thank you as well uh, for being a part, amen. And Alta Hill, there you go, Walt, uh, watching by YouTube, amen. Gene Clark, watching, watching by YouTube. We thank God for all of our YouTubers as well, amen. We see you all are in the house as well. Ali Lester is with us. Amen. Good to see you all. Amen. So listen, um, while while we're still getting in, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to do me a favor. If you think about um, think about hymns, H-Y-M-N-S. Think about the hymns of the old church. I just want to know, and you can put this in the chat line, what are some of your favorite hymns? What are, what are the titles? Give me the song titles of some of your favorite hymns. What are some, some of your favorite hymns? If we can get some of the song titles of, of the hymns that you know, the hymns that you remember, the hymns that, uh, that, that, that really ministered to you or ministered to you. I, I want to get some of those song titles, uh, some of your favorite hymns. While you're doing that, uh, let me go ahead and pray and get us into this study on tonight. Father, we thank you. We bless you for who you are, for all that you do. We bless you for keeping us. And it is another day's journey and we're glad about it. God, now we ask that you open, open our hearts and open our minds that we might receive your word, that we might understand more of who you are. And uh, God, that we might be drawn into closer relationship with you. We ask it in Jesus name and for his sake, amen and amen. God bless you. All right, let's see some of these song titles. I'd be interested in knowing what are some of your favorite hymns. Let's let's get some of these song titles up. Uh, Otis Roach says, "Amazing Grace." Amen. Amazing Grace. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Pat Hobson. What a fellowship. What a fellowship. What a joy divine leaning on the everlasting. Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Nancy Roselle. Pass me. Pass me not. Amen. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. What are some of your favorite hymns? Nora Lawson, Blessed Assurance. Jesus is mine. Amen. God bless you. Favorite hymns. Favorite hymns. What is some God's unchanging hand? Hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand. That's certainly one that's in the hymn book. It's in the hymn book. Erica Webster, Old to be kept. Amen. Old to be kept. That's a that's a that's an old one. I know the voice has brought it back with the with the uh a play on that. Amen. If it had not been for the Lord, Driscoll Duvall, if it had not been for the Lord. Amen. Amen. On the battlefield for the Lord. Amen. Brother Deacon Irving, Deacon Irving on the battlefield. Favorite hymns we're talking about. 
What a friend we have in Jesus, Sister Butler. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. Amen. Amen. What do we have? Father, I stretch, yes, Lord, my hands to thee. No other help I know. If I would draw thyself from me, whither shall I go? Sister Howard, thank you for that. LT's part of that A team, that media A team. Great is thy faithfulness, A team. Great is thy faithfulness. That's a good one. I hadn't seen a bad one yet. I don't know a bad hymn, honestly. I, I don't know about a bad hymn. Just a closer walk with thee, Sherilyn Harding. Sherilyn Harding, just a closer walk, a closer walk with thee. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Sister Hadnot, abide with me. Give of your best to the master to be used of God. Oh, bless his name. Oh, bless his name. My God. Now, listen, she she went and got some. I'm a I'm a talk of yeah, Sister Hatnot, you went and got some. Um, yeah, I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about some not those, but I'm gonna talk about where some of those came from. Bless you, bless y'all. Thank you, thank you, Jacqueline Thickpin near the cross, near the cross, blessing that. So listen, while you all are talking about some of those songs behind me, you might see um I've got some books here. And these are hymn books that uh, you all probably recognize. But before I get to those hymn books, I wanna, I want to, I want to go back to last week's study uh, when we talked about what to do when you don't know what to do, right? Um, if you remember that, uh, we were talking about Jehoshaphat and uh, the fact that. Uh, he, when he didn't know what to do, he said, our eyes are upon you. He looked to the Lord for answers, for strength and for help. That was number one. Number two, he listened for an answer from a reliable source, right? He, he, he got the answer from Jehaziel, uh, a son of Asaph, Asaph or Asaph. Um, and then, and then learn how third one was to learn how to worship your way through. Learn how to worship your way through because Jehoshaphat bowed his head and he went into worship. Um, what, what, if you keep reading the rest of that story, the intriguing thing about, about uh, Jehoshaphat's response uh, when Jehoshaphat says that you don't need to fight this battle, this battle belongs to the Lord. Y'all remember that? Uh, when they went in the battle, if you remember, and if you read the rest of that story, what happened was uh, they they didn't go into they didn't get into fight formation, right? They didn't they didn't send their soldiers; they sent their singers. <laughs> I'm going somewhere with this, and I, it, uh, yeah, they didn't send their soldiers first; they sent their singers first. And so, first into into battle were the worshipers, not their warriors but they're worshipers. And, and so they fought this battle in by worship and by singing. Who, who, wins, who wins a war through worship? The people of God. That's why it's important for you to learn how to worship your way through it. And so, and so I wanted to remind you of this, 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 this very important part of, 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 praise and worship and and the, the purpose that it has in our lives the meaning that it has in our lives and to go back and and be familiar and be um 
go back and reclaim and see and understand and embrace the importance of good worship music, hymns, anthems. In fact, Paul says uh, that, 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 that we ought to encourage one another through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, right? So behind me is a collection, really, of hymns, hymn books. Some of them you probably recognize, right? I start, start, start here. You probably will recognize this one. This is this is the this is the one that a lot of us uh, probably in 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 churches today. Uh, before we went to the the, the projection and screens, uh, there was this 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 national this red book this red hymnal, uh, and this one this is presented by the angelic choirs right here, y'all. This is the K Chapel hymn book, right? Um, uh, it's in the back of the pews, right? And and we would get these hymn books and we would sing uh, out of these hymn books. And and so back in the day, y'all, before we before we started projecting the screens, the, the, the lyrics on the screen, uh, there were these things called hymnals, right? Hymn books. And, and we would say the, the, the congregational hymn is found on page 238, right? And we would sing from the hymn books. Uh, how many of y'all remember that before the green, the, the, the red hymnal was the green hymn book? I got it. I got it right here. I got it right here. Y'all remember this hymn book? The Baptist Standard Hymnal. The Baptist Standard Hymnal. Y'all remember these hymnals? <laughs> yeah, back before the red one, there was the green one. Yeah, back in the old church, we had the green hymn book. And um, and it was paired, it was paired with what we call back in the day we had this hymnal, but it was paired with what we call the gospel pearls. How many of y'all remember the gospel pearls? Yeah. I, oh, I got them here today, y'all. I got them here today. It, look, Mandy White said the gospel pearls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody said that's before your time. Come on, y'all. I remember this. That's not before your time. I, I remember these. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, we had the gospel pearls and we had the, uh, the, the, the green Baptist standard hymnal. In fact, uh, back on the, on the back of the gospel pearls, it references the Baptist hymn, the Baptist standard hymnal. That's this book, right? So we would have both of these in the back of the pews. Um, and in these hymnals, uh, we 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 had the hymns, the 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 the, the, the standard songs that we love, uh, the songs that we sang. I'm looking at number 35 here, Onward Christian Soldiers, Marching On to War. That's number 35 in the gospel hymns. Number 34, Draw Me Nearer, I Am Thine, O Lord. Uh, somebody said 27, Blessed Assurance. It's right there in the gospel pearls, y'all. So yeah, uh, the, these are some of the old, some of the old ones. Now, now these, these are set to music, right? Now, what I did not remember, I'll be honest, I'll be honest, I didn't have this, but it's in my collection because you all know I'm I'm an English major, and so uh, when I would go to bookstores, um, and if if I saw an interesting book, uh, I would I would buy that book, and so. Um, I would go to antique stores and and I found uh, I found this and this is this is I don't know if you can see it it's a Baptist hymn book right and this is 
actually a hymn book that has no music to it. It's just lyrics. It's just words, right? Baptist hymn book. This was published in, let's see if I got it. This is published in 1902, 1902, right? And, um, and so these are, these are just the lyrics, just the lyrics, no word, no, no music, just the lyrics themselves. And I bring this up because this book reminds me, this book that's, that's just, just words, number 504, delight in Christ, Jesus, thou joy of loving hearts, thy fount of life, thou light of men, from the best bliss that earth imparts, we turn and feel to thee again. That's poetry, y'all. That's poetry. Thy truth unchanged hath ever stood. Thou savest those that on thee call. To them that seek thee, thou art good. To them that find thee all in all. It's poetry, right? And so, and so this summer, this summer, starting this Sunday, actually, um, we're going to be studying, we're going to introduce a series called A Summer of Songs, Summer of Songs. It's going to be taken from, from the book of Psalms, the book of Psalms, which in many ways might be considered a song book, but, but technically, it's really a book of poetry. It's really a book of poetry. When you look at the Psalms and you read the Psalms, yes, they became songs, S-O-N-G-S, but the book of Psalms itself is a book of poetry. It's, it's pretty much like this book, right? Um, and so if you, if you look at the Old Testament, the Old Testament is is divided into several parts. There is uh, the book of law, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. That's the book of law. Um, there are the books of history, um, 1 Corinthians through uh, the book of Esther. And then there's the, the books of, of poetry or wisdom, right? And the book of Psalms falls into that category. They became songs, S-O-N-G-S, but they began as just lyrics, just like these, just lyrics, right? That were written by David, Asaph, Solomon, Moses, and others. And so in this this series, the song of the Summer of Songs, um, the associate ministers and myself, uh, associate ministers and I will be preaching from the Book of Psalms throughout this summer, and we're gonna we're gonna pull uh, several of the Psalms out. We're gonna talk through how the Psalms are categorized, and and how you can study the Psalms and how you can make them a part of not just your reading, but your devotion, okay? Right now, what I wanna do, what I wanna do is kinda introduce uh, through use of, 
of our Right Now Media account. Remember, we have we have this <laughs> great resource, library of resources. And so I want to introduce the, the Psalms, how they are categorized, how they are written. Kind of want to give you a springboard into what we'll be talking about for the entirety of this summer. Starting this Sunday, we'll begin with the Summer of Songs, S-O-N-G-S, by talking about the Psalms. But for right now, stay with us, and we're going to get introduced to the Psalms through our Right Now Media. Why don't we hear um, just, just about, this is about 10 minutes long, so stay with me, and then I'll come back and share the with you a little Psalms. bit The Book of Psalms, it's a collection of 150 <laughs> ancient Hebrew poems, songs, and prayers that come from all different periods in Israel's history. Many of these poems are connected with King David, 73, actually, and he was known as a poet and a harp player. But there are many different authors behind these poems. There's the poems of Asaph, or from the sons of Korah, and some are from other worship leaders in the temple. Even Solomon and Moses have their own poems, and nearly one-third of these are anonymous. Now, many of these poems came to be used by the choirs that sang in Israel's temple, but the Book of Psalms is actually not a hymn book. At some point in the period after Israel's exile to Babylon, these ancient poems were gathered together and intentionally arranged into the book of Psalms before us. And it has a very unique design and message that you're not going to notice unless you read it from beginning to end. Now to see how the book of Psalms is designed, it's actually most helpful to start at the end. The book concludes with five poems of praise to the God of Israel, and each one begins and ends with the word hallelujah, which is Hebrew for a command to tell a group of people to praise Yah, which is short for the divine name Yahweh. Now, that's a really nice five-part arrangement, and it looks like someone's giving us a conclusion here to the book. So, it invites the question, does the book have any other signs of intentional design? If you pay attention to the headings of the poems, you'll notice that at five places, your Bible translators have the heading book one, book two, book three, four, and five at various points, and that these divide the book into five large sections. Now, the reason for this is that the final poem in each of those sections have a very similar ending that looks like an editorial edition. It reads something like, May the Lord, the God of Israel, be blessed forever and ever. Amen and amen. So the book has a conclusion. It has an internal organization into five main parts. And so the natural place to go from here is now the beginning to look for an introduction. And what do we find? Psalms 1 and 2, which stand outside of book 1 because most of the poems in book 1 are linked to David, except Psalms 1 and 2, which are anonymous. Psalm 1 celebrates how blessed the person is who meditates on the Torah, prayerfully reading it day and night and then obeying it. Now the word Torah simply means teaching, and more specifically it came to refer to the five books of Moses that begin the Old Testament. And here actually the word seems to be used with both meanings in mind which explains why it has five main parts. The book of Psalms is being offered as a new Torah that will teach God's people the lifelong practice of prayer as they strive to obey God's commands given in the first Torah. Psalm 2 is a poetic reflection on God's promise to King David from 2 Samuel chapter 7, that one day a messianic king would come and establish God's kingdom over the world, defeat evil and rebellion among the nations. Now Psalm 2 concludes by saying that all those who take refuge in the messianic king will be blessed 
precisely the word used to open Psalm 1. And so together, these two poems tell us that the book of Psalms is designed to be the prayer book of God's people as they strive to be faithful to the commands of the Torah as they hope and wait for the future messianic kingdom. Now with these two themes introduced, we can start to see how the smaller books have been designed as well around these two ideas. So for example, book one has right at the center a collection of poems, Psalms 15 through 24, that opens and closes with a call to covenant faithfulness. And then, Psalm 16 to 18, we find a depiction of David as a model of this kind of faithfulness. So he calls out to God to deliver him, and God elevates him as king. Now, in the corresponding set of poems, Psalms 20 to 23, the David of the past has become an image of the messianic king of the future, who will also call out to God, he will be delivered, and then given a kingdom over the nations. And then right at the center of this collection is a poem, Psalm 19, dedicated to praising God for the Torah. So here we go. The two themes from Psalms 1 and 2 are bound together tightly here. Book 2 opens with two poems that are united in their hope for a future return to the temple in Zion. And this is an image closely associated with the hope of the Messianic kingdom. Then book 2 closes with a poem that depicts the future reign of the Messianic king over all of the nation. This poem's really amazing because it echoes all these other passages from the prophets about the messianic kingdom. And it concludes by saying that this king's reign will bring about the fulfillment of God's ancient promise to Abraham to bring God's blessing to all of the nations. Book three also concludes with a poem reflecting on God's promise to David, but this time in light of Israel's exile. So the poet remembers how God said he would never abandon the line of David, but now he's looking at Israel's rebellion and its result in destruction and exile and the downfall of the line of David. And so the poet ends by asking God to never forget his promise to David. Book four is designed to respond to this crisis of exile. So the opening poem returns us back to Israel's roots with a prayer of Moses. And he does what he did on Mount Sinai after the golden calf incident, which is to call upon God to show mercy. The center of book four is dominated by a group of poems that announce that the Lord, the God of Israel, reigns as the true king of the world, and that all creation, trees, mountains, rivers, are all summoned to celebrate that future day when God will bring his justice and kingdom over all the world. Book five opens with a series of poems that affirm that God hears the cries of his people and will one day send the future king to defeat evil and bring God's kingdom. This book also contains two larger collections, one called the Hollow and the other called the Songs of Ascents. Each one of these collections concludes with a poem about the future messianic kingdom. And these two collections together, they sustain the hope for a future Exodus-like act of God to redeem his people. And then, right between them is Psalm 119. It's the longest poem in the book. It's an alphabet poem. Each line begins with a new letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and it explores the wonder and the gift of the Torah as God's word to his people. So here we go. The themes from Psalm 1 and 2, Torah and Messiah, combine all together here in book 5, which brings us all the way back to that five-poem conclusion. In the center poem, Psalm 148, all creation is summoned to praise the God of Israel because he has, quote, raised up a horn for his people. Now the horn here, it's a metaphor of a bull's horn raised in victory. And this image echoes back to the same image used in Hannah's song for Samuel chapter two, but also to the earlier Psalm 132. The horn is a symbol for the future messianic king and his victory over evil. It's a fitting conclusion to this amazing book.
Now, here's one more thing that you are likely going to miss if you don't read this book in order. There's lots of different kinds of poems in the book of Psalms, but they all basically fall into two big categories, either poems of lament or poems of praise. Poems of lament express pain, confusion, and anger about how horrible the world is and how horrible the things are happening to the poet. And so these poems draw attention to what's wrong in the world and they ask God to do something about it. There's a lot of these in the book, which tells us something important, that lament is an appropriate response to the evil that we see in our world. But what you'll notice is that lament poems predominate earlier in the book, in books one through three. But pay attention, because you'll see praise poems occasionally too. Praise poems are poems of joy and celebration, and they draw attention to what's good in the world, and they retell stories of what God has done in our lives and thank God for it. In books four and five, you'll notice that praise poems come to outnumber lament poems, and it all culminates in that five-part hallelujah conclusion. So this shift from lament to praise, this is profound, and it tells us something about the nature of prayer. As we hope for the messianic kingdom, as the book teaches us to do, this will create tension for us as we look out on the tragic state of our world and of our lives. And so the Psalms teach us not to ignore the pain of our lives, but at the same time, biblical faith is forward-looking, looking to the promise of God's future messianic kingdom. And so Torah and Messiah, lament and praise, faith and hope. That's what the book of Psalms is all about. So I know there was a lot, right? I know there was a lot and he was going kind of fast. So first of all, um, this will be uh, in, in the um, our Right Now Media Library for K Chapel. So if you go uh, to our library, you'll be able to go back and review it and, and listen to it again, uh, rewind it, listen to it again, <laughs> and pause it, and 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 uh, hopefully uh, you know be able to follow along uh, at, at at a pace that that doesn't feel so rushed. Um, but there's a lot of information contained there, so we'll make sure that that's that's included um, in in the K Chapel uh, library. But what I what I want to sort of pull out is again, if you look at the Old Testament, uh, basically categorized in in several divisions: the Law, the, the Torah, um, his books of history, uh, books of wisdom or or poetry, uh, the major and then the minor prophets, right? And so, in the middle of that. In the middle of the of, of all of this are these wisdom or poetic books. The Book of Psalms is right in the middle of all of that, um, and so you have this 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 great theological poetry, where where the hearts of men are really being poured out to God, um, poured out in pain, questions. Uh, uh, anger, uh, issues of 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 being feeling like they have been um, uh, suffering too long. So they're they're the questions: How long, Lord? Um, the the book of Psalms are these great these great words, these great just thoughts that that really 
pull at the the core of what is happening in a heart in the heart of a person and and songs s-o-n-g-s really really help to do that right really really help to articulate sometimes what's going on in the hearts and in the minds of people the frustrations the thoughts the sometimes yes even the the joys the celebrations all of that songs help to capture the thoughts that we have the feelings that we have and a good song right is oftentimes just expressing the feelings the 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 the, the emotions the passions the, the the anger the joy that's what makes up a good song right and and to be able to capture that and then put it to a rhythm put it to a a, a chord progression that 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 that's catchy that that really is emotive and captures the heart of what uh, of what has been written i mean that that just makes for a great song right and so really what what we want to do again for this summer uh, the associate ministers and i will be preaching through the book of psalms and we'll be doing this with some particular goals in mind right we want to we want to try to help establish a deeper appreciation for um for songs that we sing in our worship and in our praise, but those songs particularly that are built upon and based in Holy Scripture, right? Uh, because there are lots of songs that we sing, but I, I really believe that the best songs are songs that we can look to and say, that's Scripture, that's the Word of God. That song comes directly from God's holy word. So, yeah, we want to we, we want to kind of develop and establish a deeper appreciation for for scripture based songs. I'll say it that way, for scripture based songs. Want to help to identify the scriptural references of of even familiar songs that we know. Right, songs that we we already sing, but but maybe we didn't know that they come from scripture. Look at the meanings and the messages of those songs. Oftentimes that come from the book of Psalms. And then, and then finally, yeah, kind of kind of be reintroduced to, to some of those songs that you you listed uh early tonight, some of those familiar songs that you grew up on. Some of those songs that maybe you have not heard, sister, had not listed some that, that may have been unfamiliar to you, uh, that we want to go back and look at it and re recapture, reclaim, because they are central uh, to our denominational faith. Uh, these, these songs, these psalms, these spiritual songs, these hymns, these anthems, they cannot be forgotten. They should not be forgotten. And as we introduce new songs that are that are songs based in the, the holy word of God, let us not forget from whence we've come. So I pray that uh, 
over the course of this summer, this summer of songs, uh, that it will it will help to inspire you. Uh, we're going to dig deep into the, the book of Psalms and and get better understanding of how this book is organized, what this book uh, uh, really does for our worship, how it can impact your worship and your devotion and your meditation. Uh, we will hear from our associate ministers and myself. Um, and I pray that you will be praying for us um, as as we as we have a good time uh, in this summer, this summer of songs. Amen. So that being said, let me bid you farewell in a sense, <laughs> because this is our final Bible study for the summer. Uh, you do know that we take a summer break for Bible study. And so uh, this begins our summer break for Bible study. Um, and so we bid you farewell on this part of, of, of what we offer. Uh, but we will be back. Uh, usually we come back right after, uh, not Memorial Day, Labor Day. Um, and so that looks like it'll be September 13 when we'll return because National Baptist our National Baptist Convention meets that week. And so that following week, uh, we shall return. And so I pray that you will um, have a great summer, uh, but that you will join us each and every summer, each and every Sunday <laughs> for our Summer of Song series uh, on Sunday mornings. Amen. And so be in prayer for uh, all of our ministers, uh, they are studying hard. They are studying and preparing for this series, uh, along with myself. Uh, and it's going to be it's going to be a great series. So um, you all be in prayer, uh, be in prayer for our music staff. I know they're gonna I know they're gonna knock it out of the park. Uh, they always do, and so they, it, it's going to be a great series of study, a great series of worship. It's going to be a great summer of songs, S-O-N-G-S. Amen. Amen. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. Listen, let me give you a praise report. Let me give you a praise report before we go. You know, I've been asking you to lift up um, uh, Sister Alice Clark, uh, Sister Alice Clark, and um, got a call yesterday from Sister Clark. Uh, she is up and doing well. She sounded good. Um, so listen, God is a healer, y'all. God is a healer. Um, and uh, we thank God for that. So thank God uh, for that praise report. She called me herself and let me know that she's doing well. So we thank God for that. Amen. Amen. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. Let's pray, y'all. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. Thank you, oh God, for revealing yourself through your word. And we thank you, God, that your word um, has been set oftentimes to great songs that remind us of who you are, great songs that we can praise and worship you. Lord, we pray your blessings upon this series, that it would be edifying to your people. We pray, oh God, that you would protect us and keep your hedge around us over this summer. Lord, we pray that uh, there will be time of refreshing a time of renewal, time of restoration, a time of reflection. And Lord, we bless you and we thank you for, for your goodness, for your grace, for your mercy. Go with us and keep us. We ask it in Jesus' name and for his sake we do pray. Amen 
and amen. God bless you. Happy summer. We will see you on Sunday.